I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to part two of Vicky Press and the Secret 2. I'm joined by the gorgeous Kelsey Parker. Um, Kels, can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. Like, were you with Tom before he was in The Wanted? I literally met Tom on his first night out in the band. No. So, so, they, so you didn't, The Wanted, like, didn't really, really exist, did there? No, they, <laughs> they didn't even have a name. So, Vic, so we're outside the club. Which, actually, I'll set a little story because a few <laughs> nights before I'd gone to the Jingle Bell Ball uh-huh. and I was sat next to this curly-haired dude and then this gorgeous, like, Indian guy, Sri uh-huh. Lankan guy. Oh, and yeah. Then, <laughs> and uh, I was like, um, and this this one with curly hair is, like, going absolutely mental next to me. And I was like, who is this dude next to me? <laughs> anyway, a few nights later, we've gone out and we're outside Aura Nightclub. Oh, yeah. And... Um, I'm with my best friend who's also called Kelsey. Tom has walked past and I just grabbed her and I went, oh my God, I'm in love with him. She went, what? I went, I don't know. I was like, I, I know it sounds ridiculous, I went, but I'm in love with him. I need to speak to him when we're in the club. Go downstairs into the club. Uh-huh. We're on tables. He, he's on the table next to me. So I was like, right, I'm, I'm just going to do it. I'm going I'm to go for him. it. <laughs> yeah. I just went and spoke to him. And then um, he, I, I was like, oh, what do you do? And he was like, I'm in a band. Was, like, he, so, was he so buzzing to tell you? I was so buzzing. I went, all right. Well, I went, well, what's your band called? And he went, we've not got a name. And I was like, oh, all Humbled. right. All Humbled. right. Uh, yeah. I was like, oh, they've got no name. Fantastic. But the curly head dude and the gorgeous guy was in there and they were part of the band. So that Max, was, I was, what it was, it was Siva and Jay. Yeah, I thought it might have been. Yeah. Um, Oh, mate. So that was amazing. So it really was love at first sight. Yeah, and I, like, now even reflecting on that, like, I didn't really believe in that, but there was, I needed to talk to him, and I'd never felt like that. I'd had a boyfriend for two years, and we'd only been, we'd been split up, like, three months before. Like, I wasn't, like, do you know when you're not looking for anyone? Like, I've been with someone for two years. I was like, oh, I just want to go and have fun. And then I met Tom, and I was like, oh, I love him. Give me babies. (laughs) But then it's mad, mate, because similar to me, like, I'd, before I'm at Erkan, I'd been in, like, a relationship, and about three, four months after, like, Erkan slid into my DMs, and I remember thinking, like, oh, I don't know, and, like, all my mates were like, what's the alternative? Are you just going to keep fucking crying on your own all the time? And I was like, yeah. I'm actually fine with crying on my own. <laughs> I like <laughs> it. I like my system. I'm getting I'm getting better. <laughs> then um, I went out with him and, like, literally went to the toilet, and I texted my mates, and I went, buy a fucking hat. 
<laughs> I said buy a hat last is because I'm eyes the one like I do yeah. think when you know you know babe and I, I think that was such a special moment with you and Tom and then what yeah. what happened did you move dead fast like well, actually after that he said that he only ha- uh, so he asked my name he didn't ask yeah. my number and I was like this is weird like why is he just asking he was, and now after he was like I thought it was like a cool trendy London thing to do um to, for like Facebook I was like all right cool uh, but eventually he had to track me down on Facebook and then... I love it when they have to graft for it. Oh, God, yeah. But where he's from Bolton, he'd gone back up north. So we didn't see each other. I think it was uh, mi- like middle, end of Jan. We were just literally texting every single day. We'd call each other. And then eventually when we met, again, it was like, oh, I was like, obsessed with him. I was like, I love him so much. Um, and then we he wouldn't commit to me. What? Is he crackers? You're a catch. I know, but because he was in the band, he was like, oh, you know, I want to be, like, single, doing whatever. Probably was also getting a lot of pressure, you know? Like, they love... Like love young single lads in bands, don't they? Like they they don't even even let them come out as gay half the time. They were advising for um, him to, like, him to basically be single. Mm. So it took, like, a year, and then he pushed me to the point because he was, like mugging me off basically he was like walking out of clubs and being packed with other girls and that and I was like honey I'm not that girl I'm not the one (laughs) so I messaged him and said delete my number delete everything to do with me don't talk to me and we didn't actually talk for six months and it was so funny because obviously where I was on like the scene the club scene he'd like message me and be like don't go to this club and I'd be like honey I'm going to the club (laughs) and I'm probably gonna have a better table than you (laughs) And then it took six months and then he uh, he invited me to his first gig yeah. in the band. And that was the annoying thing as well, Vic. They were everywhere. Like, yeah, I do remember. And it was like billboards. Their first single was out <sighs> and it was all doing I would so hate well. That. And I was like, oh, I just hate him so much. It's so annoying. And he invited me to the, the, their first tour, the uh, London day. And I went and then basically the rest is history. I did play hard to get for a little yeah. while longer and then I was like yeah let's be together and but then we were the, but that's the thing like when you break up with someone or when things don't quite work out in the early stages like you just want to act like they've they've the, they don't exist anymore yeah you seeing them everywhere mate must have been so hard oh, I would be, especially awful. blown up I would have been fuming yeah it wasn't like a normal relationship no. that we'd come from either and then it was like right I don't want anything to do with him and then he'd be he's everywhere like billboards with his stupid face on and I was like oh <laughs> fuck off yeah. but then of course you did get together and you were serious and it was lovely it blossomed into marriage and children and everything yep. but and I don't know if I would be able to be cool enough to go out with a, a boy in a boy band, like, I'm really jealous, Kelsey. Like, I'm a psycho. And even though now I'm, like, 35... No, I don't believe down. that about you, Vic. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I've calmed down loads, but I reckon, like, I would just be so jealous. And, like, some birds don't understand when lads are taken, do they? So yeah. how did you cope? Were you, like, super cool, Kelsey, or were you, like, secretly, I'm going to set all these women on fire? Look, at, at the end of the day, I, I, I probably did have moments, you know, it was yeah. really hard. You're human. Um, I'm human, but <laughs> my friends used to go to me, oh, you're the only person I know that could do this. But for me, look, if he was going to cheat on me, yeah, it would get back to me, wouldn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, it, it does. Was, it was you can't get away without. 
And if they're going to cheat, they're going to cheat anyway. He could go to the local like co-op and cheat on me. Do you know what I mean? Mm. He doesn't have to be in a band. And it's probably worse for him. And Tom being Tom, he would have had to ring me before and go, oh, I've had this offer. What do you reckon? Should I go for it? Like, that's what <laughs> that's what he was like. I could have just literally bet money that there's no way that he would have done yeah. anything. And and uh, I remember even when he went on his stag do, he, like, rang me the next day and he went, oh, I met this girl last night. I went, oh, right, yeah, he went, oh, I was talking to her about, like, stocks and shares and <laughs> where we're at, like, what where should I invest my money? I went, oh, I bet she loved that on the night out. I bet she had a really lovely time. We had a rousing conversation yeah. about stamp duty. <laughs> then I showed up pictures <laughs> of me kids. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what he was like. So, you know yeah. what I mean? And, oh, he's, totally and he's outright told me, like, oh, yeah, I was talking to some girl last night. I was like, oh, I bet she loved that conversation. Honestly, mate, I always say that, like, I don't, and even if someone has been cheated on quite in a high profile way, you'd think I'd be paranoid as out. But if Erkan was going to cheat on me, I'd have to fucking organise it for him. He's <laughs> that useless. I'd have to be like, right, you're meeting her here. She likes this flower. <laughs> like, because he's just like, he couldn't organise a piss up in a brewery. Yeah. Like, there's just no way. So, and oh. I do think you, you, you know. Yeah. I know that you never, you're like, you always, you can say that you never know, but with certain people, you just know that that like Tom was that person that there's no way that he would have ever cheated on me. Watch someone message in now and be like, "Oh, I got with Tom." And da, da, da. No, it'd be a lie, be a vicious lie. <laughs> <laughs> he um, can't, we can't prove it now. <laughs> <laughs> so then, obviously, hats off to you for being that cool girl. Could never be me. Um, but then, how how did you fit into it? Was there a lot of because obviously there was touring involved? And babe, I had this conversation with you, but I feel like it's so good. I remember like when the lads were trying to make it in America and they lived in that big house. Do you remember the show? Yeah, I was on oh. the show. The show was so good, Kelsey. Like I was addicted to that. But like, so you went and lived in that house with the mountain Elliot, didn't you? Yeah. When they were trying to like break America and stuff. Like, how was that? Was that exciting? Was it as glamorous as it looked? Or were you just living in a stinky house with loads of smelly boys? Well, I'd lived with the boys before, so I knew what they were all sort of like. But yeah, it was obviously incredible. Like we were in America, it was the like the stuff we were getting to do was incredible. Um but filming the show was hard. You know what it's like filming a reality TV show. Yeah. Was uh, it quite um was it very fly on the wall, mate, as in the missed nothing, or was it quite orchestrated? Like, could you just have that conversation or can you just say this? It was it was a bit of both. Yeah, okay, fair enough. So, so intense at both angles then. Yeah. And it's hard when like obviously the boys all worked together. So it was it was really difficult. But I mean, we had like a guy that had a video camera in the evening. So we would go out, get really drunk, come back, and then he was like, this guy, Eric, like captured everything. Eric the creep. <laughs> Eric, Eric got everything. But me and Tom had the best time. And I think with us, like, we just enjoyed every journey together. But um, even with him touring and stuff, like, I wouldn't go all the time because why would I want to, like, sleep on a tour bus, like, in a single bed with him? Like, yeah. obviously, I loved him to death, but it's like, do you do you. I think that's why we work so well because yeah. I did me, he did him, and then we'd come together, have an amazing time, but then I'd go again. I wasn't, yeah. like, in his pocket. But I, I wouldn't think be I couldn't live like that with someone. Nah. Also, it's not healthy. Like, it proves that, like, you are A, really trusting, B, that you're independent, like, you're encouraging his, like, c career. I think it's overall just very healthy in why you guys and, worked. And I do think, yeah, 100%. And I think it was harder for him, Vic, because he was away so much. Like, he missed everything. Yeah, that is like, hard. 
it's so hard like even just like uh birthday parties people's weddings um just the casual night out he'd be like oh but I'm back obviously it was incredible and he absolutely loved it and his passion was music and being on that stage but also the other side of it is that you miss out on so much. Yeah. And I know that like, even just on such a smaller scale, like from living down here, like when I'm here, I'm working and I'm getting my head down and blah, blah, X, Y, and Z, but I'm missing things at home. Yeah. You know? Like maybe his birthdays and things like that. But then when I'm at home doing so, like this, I feel like, fuck, I'm missing work. Like it's yeah. a, it's a proper catch 22 and you always, you always feel a little bit caught in the middle. So yeah, it must've been, it must've been lovely for him though, to come back to, from the craziness of the band and everything and be with you and the kids and just have that like yeah and he loved it and he was so loved by my family like yeah. obviously his family absolutely loved him and idolized him but also like my mum had him since she goes like he was my son as well like she yeah. he was 21 when we got together she yeah. just felt like he'd ring my mum about it like basically daily he'd ring my mum and go dad what do you think about this like <laughs> she, she's like my mum's really struggled with the grief of losing him because she feels like she's lost a son yeah. Because I think when, like, especially that he was in the band and he had so much at such a young age, she's had to really help and advise him of what to do. Yeah. So she just feels, she feels very lost without him, which obviously we all do, but it's just everyone's grief is so different as well. Of course, mate, yeah. And, like, you know, both a blessing and a curse. Like, you've had, like, you've had your little ones to keep you busy, to mm. force you to strive forward, to get out of bed in the morning. I suppose for your mum, she has had been able to to wallow slightly in her grief, you know? Yeah. And so, I don't know, is that, a, is that a bad thing? Like, is it worse sometimes? Like, you know, you, well, what's And also answer? for my mum, she's had to step up as well and be, like, the kids' relationship with my mum is extreme, but I've, I'm, I've needed my family. Yeah, and I was. Like, I've massively needed them. I've needed the village. How do I work when I don't have a partner? Like, I didn't choose this life. No, I know. I know. Honestly, mate, like I said, I've said it before, it's absolute admiration for you. Hats off to you. And I'm sure, like, your mum is so proud of you as well because you are absolutely smashing it, mate. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I've talked a lot about obviously your romantic life and your partner and stuff, but Kelsey, you are quite impressive all on your own. Um, and I think it's about time we give that some sunlight. So you have founded K2K Performing Arts School, is that right? Yep, K2K Stars. Oh, yeah, don't forget that. Very don't forget the stars, bit. Don't forget the stars, any. So how did that come about? What's your background? So I went to performing arts school since, well, I went, I started dancing when I was like three. 
When I was 11, I got awarded um, a place at Italia Conti. But it maybe was... that's not easy to do either, is it? No. no. So I went to stage school from 11. Obviously, that's why I feel like I could cope with the industry as well with yeah. Tom because I've been in it since such a young age. Yep. Um, so then me and Kelsey, like my uh, business partner, my best friend Kelsey, we were both teaching at other dance schools and we were a bit like, why are we doing this for someone else when we can do it? Yep. But initially we started K2K on Twitter and what we used to do is we used to put out to like the fan base of The Wanted mm-hmm because they were really the only people that were following me at the time. And we would be like, right, we're going to we're gonna be in Manchester on this day at this time. It's £20 or whatever it was, come along. And we would just have girls turn up. And, you know, initially I wanted it to be like a dance class, but these girls needed so much more. It was all about positive energy. We'd sit around in a circle and just say our name, age, and an interesting fact. But for some of them girls, that was so hard. Yeah. So it became this confidence positive energy workshop that we would do this we'd get really confident then by the end of the class they would have learned a routine and we'd film it and put it on youtube um so nice like young lasses to feel like they've got that as well because like you say it's a difficult industry isn't it yeah it's so difficult i just think life's difficult and especially that was like at the beginning of social media yeah um and it's just their confidence and i think in life if you can just walk into a room and give someone eye contact then that's going to go a long way yeah no it really is and like you're so, i don't know if you noticed this mate like obviously our generation essentially i know we're all obsessed now but it was it was pre social media really yeah. and it was also like if you wanted to speak to your pal on the phone you had to ring and say like hi mrs taylor is is julie yeah. home like yeah. you know you had to have that contact now kids can go like full days speaking to their mates all day but not saying a word i just i i just think it's terrifying like their social it's... skills are really affected yeah it's re- it is really scary Vic, and I, d- I do worry about them um, even the girls that I teach, you know, we go, we take from babies all the way up until 18. And some of my teenagers, I go, I'll get, like, I try and give them as much advice as I possibly can. Yeah. Because it is, it's a scary time for them. And, you know, when we used to go out, we used to take a camera and it would be about being like mental. Yeah. Now you it's, know, yeah, you'd be you like that, the, wouldn't you? Did you have the disposable and like half the pack would have your thumb in front of the fucking yeah, viewfinder? <laughs> oh, those were the days. We, we had the best time and it didn't matter about, you know, the background of a picture or what you were wearing or even if you had the same outfit like I used to have like you know five of my best outfits and I'd just do them on rotation because I look so good in them now it's like don't don't wear the same outfit heaven forbid I swear to god mate I was so skint I used to work in like the bars and nightclubs and I was so skint I remember Miss Selfridge had a sale and I think I must have been at uni as well at the time so I was uber skint and had a sale where they put dresses down or pound Really? And like, yeah, a pound weight. And I remember I got five of these dresses and like, it must've been all I wore for a year at uni, just these dresses. And I think about like going through those pictures and like being absolutely fine with seeing the same looks over and over again. And like you say, the same silly poses and the same like drunken wild shenanigans. Now it's like, it's so different, isn't it? It's all about yeah. looking perfect and having the perfect aesthetic. And I don't know, it's I it's scary, isn't it? I feel like the, the younger generation is definitely missing out. They're missing out on so much, but then you just feel like that person going, oh, they're all missing out. But even when I just went to Greece for the for a week and um, just looking at, like, the teenagers there, I'm like, the, what, these three beautiful girls walked into the bar, they sat down, 
just went on their phone straight away. They didn't even talk to each other. No. I'm not, and that's what? stuck out in your mind, hasn't it, as being like so, so odd. Yeah, it's, I just, yeah, I do find it a bit odd because I would have been in there like, yeah, I'd be on the tables. I would have been drinking. Is it what's the? Is it Uzo? The drink Uzo, out in Uzo. Oh, oh God, I've had some nights on Uzo, but yeah, I would have been having a great time. I think it's a shame. So I'm pleased that you have this like school that's sort of instilling things, whether it's like confidence, whether it's like positive mental attitude, whatever it is, into young people. Because with the old social media these days, it is a difficult space. Yeah, it is. It's just tough for them. I, I feel for them. Mm. So tell me a little bit about your book. So I've got the book coming out in September, but Vic, honestly, when I read I'm it, I'm not, I'm not stressed. I just can't get through the book without crying. I'm not surprised, babe. I'm not but surprised. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, give yourself a bit of grace. I know. I know. But I read it and I'm like, I can't believe that it's my life. Yeah. I think that's what I'm saying. Like, I can put myself into a certain place where I, I, I can protect myself. So then when reading my book, I'm like, this is actually my life. Like this has actually happened. I think, and like based on the things you're saying, and I hope I'm not speaking out of turn, like you definitely packed your grief away and you were able to tap into it every so often and you allowed yourself moments, but ultimately to be able to keep going forward, I reckon you had to compartmentalise it. And then when you're reading the book, Kels, it's like, it just comes in floods. Like I, I couldn't do it myself. Have you been able to proofread it? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm taking my time. Yeah. I bet they're all like, can she just hurry up and get this over? But I'm like, I can't because God. I do like a chapter. Then I tried to read it when I was on holiday. And I went, what do people actually think? I've got my glass and I've just got tears just streaming down my face. Because it's that's processing for me. I think yeah. it's been the best thing that I've actually done, though. Really I've healing. Been, yeah. I think yeah. it's been so good for me to, to read about my life and think yeah. this is your life. Oh, for, you know, this is, this is what I was trying to think of there. But like, honestly, babe. I think by sharing your experience and the things you've gone through, you are helping loads of people. Yeah, I, I am. And I know that that book is going to help a lot, a lot of people. Yeah, like it it absolutely will. And like, I know this is so not the same and I hope you don't think I'm being, get off the podcast and think what a knob she is. But like, I remember when my ex fella cheated on me and we broke up on that and I could have like, I could have hid under my duvet for weeks and like forgiven him and come back out and be like, we're fine, it's all okay and brushed it all under the rug. But like, instead I chose to like go out there and sort of tell everybody the story and say like, listen, we've, I'm, I'm not with them anymore. I'm moving on. It does hurt some days. Some days are okay. And like, I got loads of nice messages off people. And like, even when we egg freeze and like, whatever it is that you go through yeah. and you end up like stronger at the end of it, people say it to me like, oh, cause you left him. I felt like I could leave my fella. Or they say like, cause you got me thinking about freezing me eggs. So now I've done mine. Like you're yeah. in this position, Kelsey, like whether you wanted it or not, you're, you're in the spotlight. You've got a platform. And I suppose it, it, you've got this res- do you feel like you've got a responsibility to help people get I've, through the things as well I feel like I've got a responsibility but like you said Vic like I've been given this platform did I want this platform would I have changed you know the reason why I'm, I've got this platform yes but ultimately I yeah. have got it and I need to make good out of a really really shit situation um and that's what gets me when sometimes I get like negative comments. And I know you shouldn't hang on, hang on to the negative comments, but it's easier like, said than done, babe. Yeah, it is. But when people say things like, oh, um, you've just used his death for fame and stuff like that, I'm like, 
I've not, I've, I, I've done so much good. Like even just the awareness that we've raised around brain tumors, like it gets 1% of funding. If I can just, you know, get a little bit more funding or a little bit more awareness that people know, you know, it's the biggest killers in under 40s, like then I'm doing my thing. It ain't about the fame. A little, a little more kindness, a little less judgment because it's also judge, judgmental, but it's what else you want me to do as well. Do you know what? There would be no pleasing them, Kels. There'd be no pleasing these people. And you have to think, if somebody has taken their time out of their day to go and verbally abuse a widow with two small children, right, then they are themselves very unwell. Yeah. Like, very unwell, very bitter, very troubled, very unhappy. And it's no excuse. Go get help. It's no excuse. Go get help. This is not, not like, correct outlet for your anger. But that's the only thing I have to tell you. It's not about you. It's no reflection on you. You're fucking class. They're the knobs. That's me on my soapbox, babe. <laughs> no, but it is hard. And I think, obviously, that's something I've had to deal with because, yeah. you know, okay, when we and Tom first got together, you're, yeah. you, Vicky, you will love this one. <laughs> right. There was a Twitter page made because... No, I'm going to die. What was it? And it was called Kelsey is a C-U-N-T. And it was a picture of me and there was a big X through my face. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> The thing is, like, I've dealt with, like, that sort of trolling before. but And I could deal with that because I'm like, it's just funny. But now I'm like, it's my life and it's just don't be mean to me. No, I get, that was like, let's just go back to <laughs> That was clearly set up, mate, by some 15-year-old girl who was absolutely furious to be fair, that I you were shagging Tom. I know. I loved it. I was there for it. I was like, this is the I best page ever. Oh, God, I've had some awful ones over the years. And mine wasn't because I was with somebody fit. Mine was just because I was a knobhead. <laughs> but, like, I think I get it. Those things are easier to wrap your head around. The yeah. fact that they're coming for you when your intentions are so pure and you've been through everything you have been through, there's a malice there. There's yeah. a, there's, a, there's a, a disconnect. that A normal person would never act like that, Kelsey. You have to know that. You have to know that, mate. Like, what you're doing is is important and it's special and... It's powerful and you're helping so many people. And I, I don't know if people tell you that enough, but please keep going. You're amazing. Thanks. You're I'll so just keep welcome. saying thank you. Thank you, Vicky. Thank you. <laughs> I'll just continue to suck you off. <laughs> Mate, before I let you go, because I know you're super busy, yeah. um, here at Vicky Patterson the Secret 2, we always ask our gorgeous guests to give our lovely listeners a couple pearls of wisdom. And you have gave us so many gorgeous bits of advice throughout. But um, I think the thing that stands out is how strong you've been throughout this entire process. Especially for me, I would have crumbled. I say that with such candor, I would not have dealt with it as gracefully and as as strong as, as strongly as you have. So I want to know what your secret is to dealing with grief. Well, like I said before, Vic, there is no secret to dealing with grief. For me, it's just be strong, get up, be present there for my kids and try and remain as positive as possible. And, you know, I'm not saying that I'm skipping through the woods every day because obviously That's I'm mental. not. <laughs> yeah, I would be mental and hopefully someone would get the straitjacket out. But, um, you know, have the days, have the days where you do feel shit and you don't want to get out of bed and be in your pyjamas. But ultimately I do have to get up. I do have to remain positive And I am just trying to deal with grief the best way I can and just being myself. Yeah. It's like grief isn't one size fits all. Like it, it's like, it's like any emotion. It looks different on everybody. And I think the 
putting one front one foot in front of the other, the listening to yourself, like allowing yourself those down moments, but being strong in others. Like I think all of those those bits of advice are super important. But I think yeah. that's just in life as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I just hopefully people do take something with them that you know, if I can get out of bed each day, however crap your life is looking, try and get out of bed and try and get on with it because you know, I have been living a shit show and I'm getting on with it. Do you know what I mean? So if I can do it, you can do it. Yeah. Fucking go on, girl. And you know, yeah, woman power. I will just end on because I feel like you're so, you are so positive, positive pigeon. Like what does the future look like for you, Kels? Like obviously your book's coming out, like you're still doing the performing arts school. Like what's next for you? Do you know what? I've got some really exciting jobs lined up, Vic, that I'm super, super excited about. But ultimately, it's being happy. And for me, I don't look too much into the future because this is not the future I thought that I would have. So don't look to the future. Just live each day because that's all we can actually do. Try and be as present as possible. It's good advice, mate. I could learn that. I could fucking do with putting my phone down a bit more often and being there with the people I love. Yeah. I know you've filled this full of joy and I'm on the brink of crying, so I'm going to fuck off before I ruin it. Oh, guys, that was the absolutely beautiful Kelsey Parker, who I'm sure you'll all agree is as gorgeous inside as she is outside um, with some proper, proper pearls of wisdom today. Um, Her book will be out in September for anybody wanting to keep an eye out for that. Um, And, of course, you can follow her on Instagram. She's on there. It's Kelsey Parker. Um, If you are loving listening to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2, and you're new, you are in luck because we have such an extensive back catalogue all sorts of guests um, so we can put everybody so make sure you check that out and don't forget as well if you'd prefer to consume your content in a more visual way I always feel so professional when I say that then check out our YouTube because there's some great ones on there as well anyway guys thank you as always for listening um, continue to spread the word about The Secret too. we want as many new listeners as possible quite frankly it just makes me more money anyway have a really great week Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.